All right, you know that music. Jeff Saturday is with us after every Colts game. And honestly, I probably need to send Jeff um, some of those Band-Aids from last night, Jake. Jeff, uh, Jake and I are currently reapplying Band-Aids because our eyes are still bleeding from having to watch what we witnessed last night. <laughs> that was a painful one, fellas. There ain't, there ain't no doubt. That was uh... – that was that was not one for the ages, or I guess maybe it was one for the ages. We could all look back on and say uh, we saw that we were we 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 couldn't turn our eyes away. We survived uh, that. Yeah, exactly. We survived. That's a great way to put it. We all survived it, and uh, we're better people for it, folks. We're better. We're stronger, mentally tougher than we've ever been in our lives because we fought through that one. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I want to begin with this, and I want you to talk me off the ledge here, okay? Because you know a lot more about this game than do I. But my concern as I was watching the game, and I know that this sounds ridiculous and it sounds spoiled, and I sound like a guy that covered you know the, the, the era with you and Peyton Manning and the greatness of the Colts. But I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, I know a win is a win. And I know that this puts the Colts in position within their division, even though they have yet to win a game within their division. But my concern was that this increased the vacuum of keeping them, of perhaps offering a, a a thought process for Frank Reich or Jim Mercer or Chris Ballard that everything is okay because of the factors that I just mentioned and that they're just going to stay in this vacuum of having to recycle veteran quarterback every two years and finding themselves in like the mid-2010s Dolphins category. Am I being way too negative here? No, I mean, I mean, I know. I mean, honestly, I think what you're saying is is pretty spot on. Like, yeah, but but I don't, I don't think they, I don't think neither Frank nor Chris walks away from that thinking um, this is sustainable. You know what I mean? Like, this is, um, you know, the defense obviously played lights out. Russell Wilson played awful. Um, so so th- those two things helped us win. But they're not. You, you know, you're you're always happy for the win, and it's hard to win this league. And you know, you'll hear all those cliches, and they're all true, right? I mean, they're not. It is very difficult to win, so you're you're never going to be upset with that. But they they definitely didn't hit that plane. Going, man, we 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 are set up. We got a foundation built here. Uh, we feel good about this. That that is that is a, a definite no. And I can be honest with you, man. Look, even when I was playing, we would have games where we're coming back, and we're like, man, you know, this this. This ain't gonna. This ain't gonna continue. You know, we're we're about to hit a significant slide. Um, they have to be extremely disappointed again offensively. You know, whether you're talking about Matt Ryan, you're talking about the offensive line, uh, the bright, you know, the bright spot. Uh, bright spot, obviously, is Pierce. I mean, he played lights out. Our tight ends are getting better, um, and and those are the things they'll focus or they'll talk about. You know, in the media, but uh, make no mistake, behind closed doors, they are in we got to fix it mode. And, and look, you saw it. I mean, all the adjustments they made on the offensive line in one game with three days and really no practice, um, you know, they, they obviously felt like a need, you know, changes need to be made and, and they made them. And, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to try to, they're going to try to make this thing uh, or get this thing as, as, as good and as solid as they can as quickly as possible. Jeff, I want to go there with the offensive line again, Colts great Jeff Saturday. He's with us here on the Payless Liquors hotline. I can't recall many, if any times, I've ever seen an NFL team go with three new starters on their offensive line in a week, let alone right. in a week where they didn't practice. You know, it, yeah. it, it was just walkthrough. Um, yeah. How rare was that, and how shocked were you when you saw the amount of changes on a Thursday night game? Yeah, bold move, Cotton, right? Like yeah. that's uh, – <laughs> yeah, it was – it 
was one of those. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they were so frustrated about the performance. You know, they had tried, I think it was Fries at right guard a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, and, you know, they wanted Bernard, to, you know, to come in as, as the rookie. He'd been kind of rotating with Pryor over there, um, you know, trying to get him trying to get him cuts and reps but with the injury. I think that set him back a little bit. Um, and so I think they felt like, look, this, this is going to give us the best, you know, the, our best five on the field at one time. And, and frankly, the way they played, I, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I get what you're saying as far as not having any time together. But if you feel like you're being, ex, you know, you, you, you're kind of being exploited at what you think is going to be your strength, um, you feel like the guys around it, whether it's Kelly and Q, you know, Pryor's been starting. Obviously, uh, Braden started forever. So you feel like, hey, they're going to bump a move. You know, they're going to move one in and um, we'll be good. And uh, unfortunately, it just, you know, it, it was another it was another poor performance um, up front and and with with Ryan struggling on top of it it just the, the, the it's glaring and it's painful to watch for a team that uh, has so much pride in that offensive line right now it, it, there's just there's there's not a whole lot that you're going away going man we feel good about it you know they um, uh, so yeah I'm I'm with you on that Jeff if I, I know you're not there every day but if I gave you a magic wand what would that offensive line look like for you a week from Sunday. Um, you know, I thought Fry's actually played pretty good two weeks ago, but, but I don't mind, you know, they're, if, if Pryor is going to be the guy, um, you know, you probably want, you probably want to do what you had. I mean, I, you know, they, but you're going to have to practice at it and look like they were, they were crushing, uh, you know, Bernard on the, on the left tackle last night on the two of those holding calls. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, he's young, but, but they were, they were ticky tack at best. It happens. And look, they're holding calls. Where's he holding? Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're not ones you're going to get, you know, each and every week. And so um, I think, you know, with what you have, you, you now have to kind of get into it and go. I will say as well, if you looked at their run game overall, I think, I think they averaged around four yards a clip, which is the best they've done. Um, the sacks, obviously the pressure on the quarterback, all of that's going to have to get worked on. But there's, I think that's the most physical line that the Colts can put out there. If you understand what I'm saying, like if you if you just went across the board and said, "Hey, we're going to be a physical, dominating offense. We're going to we're going to knock people off the ball." I think those bodies in those places are probably the most effective. Um, we've got listen. We've got to fix our pass protection. It is it is not good, and and um, we we have got to get that fixed. But those guys got to work together for that to happen. And like you said, we got ten days now. Uh, but that that's the most physical group. If if I had to look at their roster, that I would tell you that'd be the most physical group you're going to put out there. Jeff, the opinion and observation. Jeff Saturday's our guest on the Payless Liquors guest line. The opinion and observation of a 50 year old radio host is that for whatever reason, Ryan Kelly has regressed a bit, and that perhaps that's because either a he is snapping to another quarterback for like the third straight year, or b the players around him are changing. See, and I understand and respect the fact that, you know, maybe because of some personal things, I don't know what it is, but it just feels to me like Ryan Kelly's play has dropped. But what is the opinion of a guy who actually played the position for a long time well in yourself in terms of assessing Ryan Kelly? Yeah, I'll tell you, he actually played well the first three weeks. Uh, he he would not have been the guy that I would have circled as not performing up to expectations. Uh, I went back and watched all those cuts from um, from the first three games. The the Tennessee game, he played bad. He you know uh, he he did not play well. 
Uh, and but here's part of it, right? Like the guards beside him have not been playing well either, and that that includes 56, right? So like you know, Q hasn't played great either, and so um, when when you when when the guys around you are struggling and and um, you know you have a down day, it looks bad. But but I w- I would tell you the first three weeks. I thought Kelly played good. Um, when I say good, you know, put it put it in reference to the guys you're playing with, and like, could that be a win? I would say he had a winning performance. Now, was it dominant? You know, we can go through all those, but he had a good enough he had a good enough week those three weeks to to win. Um, but but Tennessee was a struggle, um, and then and then last night, obviously with the injury, you're hoping he gets back. But but uh, Pinter stepped in and played good at center. I mean, he had a couple issues but he stepped in and played pretty well there that's a better position for him than guard so um you know he's he's much stouter there and so but no i i would not have just said that kelly from the entire season hasn't played well he actually has played good for those first three do you believe jeff like if they had and i don't know you know i mentioned earlier the 83 you know washington and 83 the the hogs you know like a great offensive line but if you had, like, the best offensive line you could have in front of Matt Ryan, do we know for a fact tangibly that Matt Ryan still has it within him if he is protected? Well, that's what you got to see. Right now he has not. Like, you, you go through five weeks. I mean, he's fumbling and he's turning. The two the interceptions yesterday are um, – they're bad. I mean, they're bad, they're bad picks. Like, you know, you, you have to see, um, you know, the coverage spin down. I mean, that, that is, that, there's nothing tricky about that. It wasn't like – uh, so, so, and, and the fumbles are, and I get you're under pressure. Um, but, but, it, you know, a couple things I took away from last night, just so that the, you know, silver lining type stuff, he stepped up in the pocket much more last night than he has. And you saw him make some throws and some plays stepping into the pocket, which is, is huge because he had not done that, uh, in weeks prior. So I like that progression. I thought that was really needed. Um, but he has got to protect the football. We're, like we're not good enough on offense to to give it to the other team. We're not good enough to sustain stacks. Like and, and you know I, I forget the stat, Jake, but it's like forty two percent or something like that of all drives that have a sack end in a punt. And like without a sack, only twenty percent end in a punt. I mean, it's, I mean when you're talking about that type of number, um, and that's what we stressed in our locker room the whole time I played. Like. You know, if, if a quarterback's got to throw it away, throw it away. Like it goes into everybody. It's not just the offensive line. If a guy gets beat, freaking dump it, right? Dump it in the dirt, live to play another play. We have not found that. Like, he holds it too long at times. They don't protect him enough. It's, 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 and and that's, a, that's a vicious cycle they got to get out of. Jeff Saturday is with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Um, Jeff, if, as you look forward in the AFC South, um, God bless this division, it's the two and two Titans, two and two Jags, two two and one Colts. If I made you pick a winner of the AFC South on October seventh, where would you go? Oh, um, that's a good question. Uh, I'd probably say Jacksonville to me has looked the best of everybody so far, but it's early. You know what I mean? Like nobody's really nobody knows what Peterson and and Lawrence were going to do together yet. So defensive coordinators, it's just so early, Kev. But I, I would tell you that the team that has looked the best on tape would be Jacksonville. Like when you turn them on, um, they've looked pretty. They've looked pretty dynamic. They played a, you know, they got a big lead on Philly and then kind of choked it away. Lawrence dropped the ball, I think, four or five times, some kind of NFL record. Uh, but their defense 
is 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 nasty, and they can turn you over, and they can get after you and sack you. Um, and so I would say that's probably of of if, as far as picking them, I don't know who's going to go, but I would tell you that's been the team that's looked the best on tape so far. Last night, Jeff, which is more true in the eyes of Jeff Saturday? The Colts won a game or Denver lost one? Oh, that's a great way to for uh, Colts won that one. They, they, look, they they both they both sucked. So it's like, it's like you got to give the it, Colts suck less, right? Credit. You know, like I can't just say that, that. Yeah, like like they didn't just lose it. I mean, they uh, no, they they neither wanted it, but one had to get it. So they ended up finding a way to get it. I, I, I'm gonna give them credit for that. At least they didn't. Uh, that could have easily gone the other way. So they fought and, uh, man, give the defense. Like, that's the one thing I, I, I knew, you know, we're going to focus on the offense because of how bad it looked. But, man, our defense, Gilmore played. Again, I told you all this last week. You asked me, like, who was the player nobody's talking about nationally. Like, Stephon Gilmore, dude, is freaking balling. And when I tell you, he is playing great football. Um, and, 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 again, like, just the plays that they've made uh, time and time again in crucial moments you know, a game-on-the-line type deal. I have been very, very happy with their play. And, and again, we you know, we lost another one last night. I don't know what happened with Pay, like how bad it is. But, um, you know. Didn't look good, that's for certain. Ian Rapport sure. just tweeted yeah, yeah. high ankle sprain for Quiddy Pay. Okay, yeah. So, so, hopefully. But, I mean, man, this defense has played really, really well um, to keep us in these games and to, and to be 2-2-1. Two, two like, give them a ton of credit because they've earned it. Maybe hang one of those banners in Lucas Oil. Colts sucked less on Thursday night football. <laughs> That's right. You know, something like that. They can maybe let you put that up right there next to the wild card participant I, I bet, banner. I when you're that, and I meant that off. I meant that offensively, not defensively. Sure. You, can't, you can't say that about our D, but you, oh. y'all got the point. There was plenty about it that was offensive. There's no yeah, question yeah. about that. Well, Jeff, you, you, you take a look at that when you're in town for Tar Glenn's Ring of Honor coming up here. There you go. Uh, that'll be on a banner somewhere for sure. <laughs> Jeff, twice in a week. Uh, thank you so much for doing that, and we will talk to you, I guess, a week from Monday. Colts and Jags, and what will be a massive one for Indianapolis coming up a week from Sunday. Have a great weekend, man. Looking forward to it, fellas. Y'all be good. Have a great one.